Good morning, church. It's so good to see you this morning, and it is a privilege to be here with you and to have the stage and to have the mic, but I think, like all of us, came with mixed feelings this morning. Um, it's somehow hard to wrap our heads around what's going on in the world these days, but guys, God is still God. He is still good. He is still for us and not against us, and he will bring us through this, and he called us to be light and hope, especially in dark times like we are facing today. And I really want to encourage us this morning to be that light, to be that source of hope, and to, to stand with Ukraine in prayer, but also in practical work. We have a table out there in the lobby. If you haven't stopped by there, there are all kinds of ways how you can get involved helping Ukraine and the re Ukrainian f uh, refugees that come into Berlin these days, um, or you go to our website, um, berlin.church slash Ukraine, and there you find many ways how you can get involved by donating money or your time or supplies um, or even housing if you have place in your homes. And I really want to invite us to, to really be light and hope in the dark times, because in the dark times, the light of Jesus can shine the brightest. And let's keep in mind, we have more to offer than humanitarian help. We have a message of hope. We have a message of salvation that can bring people a whole different kind of relief than humanitarian help can. And I'm not only talking about our Ukrainian brothers and sisters. I'm also talking about the people in our sphere of influence. I'm pretty sure that, that you had conversations the last week with your neighbors or at work where people are overwhelmed with that situation. They're overwhelmed. They don't know what to do. And again, here, we can make a difference. We can speak light. We can speak hope. We can be a source of hope. Bringing those people here to church to encounter God, who is there for us, who can strengthen us, and who is with us in times like this. So guys, I really want to encourage us. Let's be hope and light in this dark moments. But we only can do that when we have a strong foundation. When we are unbendable and unshakable during the storms of life. And it's interesting that our current series is called Foundations. And we decided for that a while ago. But I believe God directed it that way. So we can reinforce, strengthen, renew, and confirm the foundations that we have already in Jesus. And Jesus is our strongest foundation. Pastor Steve last week talked about that topic, Jesus' death and resurrection and the new covenant he established for us. There is no greater foundation than this. There is no greater foundation. Because through his death and resurrection, we have peace with God. And we have forgiveness. And we have eternal life. It cannot get any better. It cannot get any better than this. But our foundation in Jesus has components. And we will focus on these components during the next couple of weeks. And it's my privilege this morning to talk about the word of God as one of the components of our foundation in Jesus 
And I don't know about you, but um, I love the Bible. Anybody? Anybody in here? Yes, I love the Bible. I, I'm, I'm, I'm shameless about that. I love the Bible. I read through the Bible at least once a year. There were years I read through the Old Testament once, through the New Testament three times. Last year I started the quest to write down what I read in the Bible, beginning in Genesis all the way through to Revelation. I'm not quite there. I'm in one of the last books of the New Testament. I will be finished soon, but I determined once I'm finished, I will start all over again. And you might think that's crazy, but I can see the results of it in my life. And that's why I won't stop, and that's why I want to encourage you to expose yourself to the Word of God daily and consistently. Never stop reading the Word of God, because the Word of God is an unshakable foundation. It's our benchmark of living. It's our standard of living. It's warning and encouragement at the same time. It shows us who God is. It shows us who we are. And it shows us what, our, what, what God's plans and purposes are for us. It helps us to understand our identity and our purpose. And I mean, how many people struggle with that? How many people struggle with identity? How many people struggle with purpose or even both? But when we look into the word of God, we can see that we are loved by God unconditionally. We are created in his image, just the way we are, beautifully created in the image of God. We can see God wants us to be part of his own family. We are called to be witnesses for Jesus in this world. We are gifted to serve one another and build the church. And he wants us to do greater things than his son has done. I think that's a lot of identity and purpose right here. And if we make this our identity and purpose, we have a strong foundation to build our life on and to live, to, to live our life from. See, the Bible also is an unending source of wisdom. It is full of practical examples how you can lead successful lives and how to mess up your life. And you can learn from both. I mean, we don't need to repeat the mistakes of the people in the Bible. We don't, know, we don't need to be like the Israelites in the desert, grumbling, complaining about God's provision all the time. We don't need to do that. We don't need to repeat that. On the other hand, we can, we can take the principles that lead to success and apply it and see how our life will flourish. Like both is helpful. And by the way, the Bible also talks about crisis. Like the crisis we are facing these days, it shouldn't be a surprise. It just reveals that our world is out of order. And that, that didn't start two weeks ago. It also didn't start two years ago when Corona kicked in. Our world is out of order since the fall of humanity. The moment Adam and Eve reached out to that fruit and ate it, this is when it all began. And the war we see in Ukraine is a result of the fall of humanity way back. So we shouldn't be surprised. We shouldn't be surprised when things like that happen. I mean, even Jesus talked about it. In his messages, he talked about that there will be wars 
But he also said that this is not the end. It's not the end. There is always hope, no matter what. And no matter what, the best is yet to come. And guys, we have nothing to lose. There is nothing to lose. There will be a new earth where there is no war and where there is no death. That's part of our message. That's part of the Bible. And these truths help us to stand strong and to have a strong foundation. See, we cannot avoid crisis. I mean, personally, for our lives, right? I mean, we've all been through it. Life just happens. Stuff happens. Mess happens in our lives, personally, but also in the world. We cannot avoid it. But the question is, how do we approach it? How do we approach it? Do we approach it by hiding and crying in a little corner? Or do we approach it by praising God and believing that he is still the God he was yesterday? He still is the God he was last year. And he is still worthy to praise. He can still do something for us in our situations. He can still work in this world no matter how much chaos we see. He is the same God, and that's why we will keep on praising him. That's why we will come here on Sunday and lifting him up, because the praise is what brings or, or pushes away the darkness. Praise is what strengthens us, where he can draw near and make us strong from the inside out. Crisis is, you, you cannot avoid it, but it's how you approach it. That makes all the difference. And the Bible, reading the Bible, knowing what's written, knowing who you are, knowing who God is, knowing about his plans, can definitely make a difference for you and how you approach those messy times. Amen. Amen. And I mean, <laughs> that's, that's, that's another thing the Bible says. Like God can work through all circumstances to advance his kingdom. And this is what I believe, and that's also my prayer. There are probably people all over the world praying these days, maybe for the first time. And it is my prayer that as they turn to God, that he will reveal his goodness and his power and his love to them so they can understand that he is real and so they can put their lives into his hands so they will be safe for all eternity. And I also pray that Christians find the courage to stand up and share the message of hope in Kiev, in those underground stations that they need to go to have shelter for the night. I pray that people get up there and tell those people about Jesus and that there is hope in him and that he is there for them, that he is the same still. I also pray that people will get up in the, in the streets of Moscow Telling people about Jesus. Standing up against what's going on there. But I also pray that people stand up in Berlin. That we stand up in our offices and in our homes. When people approach us and tell them about the hope we have. Again, crisis is inevitable. It's just a question how we approach it and how we deal with it. And the Bible can make all the difference. So no matter what's going on in our lives, the Bible has something to say about it. The Bible can 
give you courage and strength. The Bible can give us answers and directions no matter what's going on. And that somehow makes the Bible a navigation system. A navigation system for our life. And I have to say, I have a pretty good sense of direction when it comes to finding my way. Some people even say my second name must be GPS. It's, it's really, it's, it's pretty easy for me. When I go to a place once, I usually find my way back there without using a map or without using GPS. I'm pretty good at that. But just recently, I got lost in Berlin twice in my car. That was a shock. I'm not used to that. I find my way. But this time, I got lost. I mean, I have to say, in one of the cases, I wasn't really lost. I still knew where I needed to go, the direction I needed to go. But just to make sure, I turned on the GPS in my car to get an overview. And in the end, I could reach the place where I wanted to go without any big delay. It was pretty easy to get there. But the other time, I totally was lost. And I wasn't even aware of it. I was heading in the wrong direction. And when I turned on the GPS, I thought, oh my gosh, if I would have gone that way any further, I would have ended up in a place where I never wanted to go and where I wasn't supposed to be. And that's what the Bible does. Same thing. The Bible shows us the way. The Bible is our navigation system. And it shows us when we are on the right path. It also shows us when we are on the wrong path. But again, both is good. Because both helps us to go to, to, to reach our destination, which is a life pleasing to God, a life bringing fruit to God in every season, a life that is strengthened and, and with a solid foundation in God. So the Word of God, some people also call it the Bible, um, is a very, very important part of our foundation. It helps us to get to know God. It helps us to, to know who we are, what our purpose is. It empowers us for God has planned for us and for our lives. Um, it is our weapon against the darkness. Like Ephesians um, 6.17 says that the word of God is our sword. So we can fight back the enemy and we can have victory over circumstances in our lives. The Bible also um, is our strength in times uh, in, in hard times, it is full of promises, it is full of wisdom, and it can guide us when the world goes crazy. And next to that, it is full of amazing stories that actually are a good read. You should check out the book of Judges. There are some amazing stories. Some of them are very sad, but it's a good read. It's a good read. Okay, so use the Bible, read the Bible, expose yourself to the Word of God. I do that with an amazing app. I want to share a bit about that with you just to get a bit practical here, not just to give you something, but also give you some practicalities how we can do that. So I use um, the, the YouVersion Bible app. 
Um, you can download it on your phone or on your tablet or on your computer and you can take it everywhere you go without carrying a heavy load of a book. And you can read the Bible in any language you can think of. If you speak Aramaic or ancient Hebrew or Greek, you can even read the Bible in the original language, no matter what language. The version Bible has that language for you. I believe it has your mother tongue, definitely, no matter what it is. The Bible, the version Bible has that. But this Bible app also has reading plans that can help us through the seasons of life. There are reading plans about how to overcome fear, how to do parenthood, how to do business. So many different reading plans that will help you stand strong through any season. But there are also plans that guide you through the Bible, step by step. My favorite one of those Bible reading plans is the one-year chronological Bible. It's really cool. It guides you through the Bible in chronological order within the course of a year. But this year I discovered a reading plan that, is, that really blew my mind. It's really, really cool. If you haven't read it, it's called, um, let me check here so I tell you the right thing, um, Bible Project, One Story That Leads to Jesus. Um, this reading plan not only has scripture, but it has also videos. Great and amazing videos that give you the structure and the context of the book of the Bible. And believe me, it will change the way you approach the scripture. It will change your understanding about it. If you don't have it, get it. Try it out. And if you're not a reader, fine, you can listen to it. There is the option to listen to the word of God. And if you are a reader and the chapters, the amount of chapters presented to you there is too much for you, then start with 10 verses a day. I think all of us can read 10 verses of the Bible every day. And you can get through the Bible reading 10 verses a day. It might take you a couple of years, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter as long as you read the Word of God, as long as you expose yourself daily and constantly to the Word of God, because this is where the magic happens. This is where you get your foundation, only that it is not magic. It's God. It's His Word in all its power, in all its beauty, and in all His love. Expose yourself to the Word of God. And I'm so strong about that because I had times where I didn't do that. But since I am doing it, I can see how I change. And I promise you, when you read the word, you will change as well. You will be able to stand strong through the storms of life. You will be able to prevail against attacks, to resist temptation, and to become stronger and stronger. And as you change, your families will change and your church will change and with it our world will change but it starts with reading the word so let's stand on the strong foundation of the word of God so we can become a source of hope and of light and of salvation in dark times but not just right now because there, there, there will be years we have to live. We need to be light and hope until Jesus returns. 
And he gave us the Bible as an amazing tool to stand strong and to be that hope and that light. And I want to pray for that right now. So if you would get to your feet. God, we come to you right now. And God, first of all, we thank you for your word. Thank you that you revealed yourself to us through the words of the Bible. Thank you that we can see your love in the Bible. Thank you that you give us direction in the Bible. Thank you that you gave us something to hold on to, something we can stand on. And thank you, Lord, that you are true to your word. Thank you that you are true to your word, God. And I pray that you give us a hunger, a, a deep hunger to never let go and never stop reading your word. God, I pray that as we open the Bible this week, you will speak to us. You will talk to us. You will help us to get the right answers for our questions and our doubts in that moment. Your word is powerful. And I pray that we can experience the power of your word, especially in seasons like this. And Lord, I, I want to I wanna commit anew to never stop reading your word, to keep on reading it consistently and daily. And I believe that there are many here today who want to do the same. And you see them and you hear them and you will help them. I pray that the Holy Spirit will be our helper in that. Life in the Spirit is life in the Word because the Spirit and the Word are so so much together and connected so holy spirit please would you give us that hunger that never ending hunger for the word of god god we thank you again we thank you in jesus name amen amen and as you know we never close the service you can yeah you can give god an applause for his word you can do that Come on. We never close a service without giving people the chance to react to what they heard. And if you are here today and you know that you haven't picked up your Bible in years and it's dusty on a shelf somewhere, but you want to change that today, if this is you, tell it to God. You don't need to raise your hands. Might be a bit embarrassing. You can tell it to God. And he will help you and he will give you a hunger. I believe that. If this is you, do that right now. But there are also people here and you are maybe here for the very first time. You never really said yes to God. Today can be your day. I mean, <laughs> what are we waiting for? There is no time to waste. There is no time to lose in committing our lives to God and saying yes to him to get strength and to get the life we always wanted to. So if this is you, I would like you to raise your hand with every eye closed, every head bowed. If you want to commit to God or recommit to Him these days, you can lift your hands right now. And I've seen your hand over there. Thank you so much. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Salvation in the house in dark times. Come on. Let's give the Lord an applause for that. Thank you, Jesus. Come on. Thank you. And I don't know if we have a prayer on screen. 
And I want us all to pray that together with those who pray that today for the very first time. So here we go. Father in heaven, I believe Jesus died on the cross for me. Thank you for your amazing love. I repent of my sins and thank you for your forgiveness. Come into my life and give me a fresh start. I receive Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Help me to live my life for you from this day forward. Amen and amen and amen.